Building Better Businesses with Catalyst Consulting is brought to you in partnership with Speak Studios and Speak Spokane, presented by Delicious Hamburgers. Welcome to Building Better Businesses. I'm Kristen Dees, founder of Catalyst Consulting, an agency that helps small businesses and entrepreneurs start, grow, and level up their businesses. This podcast will bring you interviews with experts in all things business-related. Have questions for a business attorney? We've got answers. How about your health insurance? Got you covered there too. New episodes coming your way every week. Find us on the podcasting platform of your choice. Welcome to this episode of Building Better Businesses with Catalyst Consulting. My guest today is Kyle Vines of Talents Bookkeeping. Correct? Yep. I always forget to look that. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I know what it is. Uh, anyway, so she is a bookkeeper. She is my bookkeeper. She babysits all of my money for me um, or tries because I'm high maintenance. But um, yeah, and we met via Polkadot Powerhouse, which a few of my guests have been from Polkadot, which is kind of cool. It's one of the cool things about it, I think, in North Idaho. Um, so yeah, thanks for being here. Thanks. Yeah. And she's in person. Yay. Yay. <laughs> she drove all the way from Idaho, you guys. Oh my God. Um, I'm pretty excited, which I mean, is like 35 minutes, but still. Right. Um, so yeah, tell us a little bit about you as a human being. Who is Kyle? Girl Kyle. <laughs> yep. Girl Kyle. Yep. <laughs> pronounced just like the boy. Um, I am a wife to Eric and mommy to six crazy, amazing munchkins, um, 13 down to four. So we are definitely busy and hopping. <laughs> yeah, I was like, those are some, yeah, some active ages there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Very active and loud and yeah, it's yeah. fun. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, share a fun fact about you. Um, I obviously with six kids love cooking, um, oh, but I yeah. love cooking for other people, having friends over. Um, having guests over, they actually eat the food more so than my kids do. But baking and cooking is definitely a passion, and it's fun to see my kids start to pick that up. I have one, um, our eight-year-old boy that's kind of like our sous chef now. And if oh, I'm nice. in the kitchen, he wants to come in and help. So, Oh, that's cute. It's fun. <laughs> that is a fun. That's a that's a cool thing. I feel like a lot of families or a lot of people that I know that grew up in larger families or like where their parents or mom cooked or something mm-hmm. like that, they kind of have that like – it's a memory, like a kitchen right. memory, you know? Yeah. That's going to be a big part yeah, of it. Yeah, because moms can't do it all. <laughs> yeah, seriously, especially with six kids. That's all good for you. Yeah. How, how are you? Are you okay? Like, yeah. <laughs> how's your mental health and well-being? <laughs> yeah. Uh, those are, I feel like that's fun, though. Like, those are, I was a stepmom for a while to uh, three kids, and they were, God, when I met them, I think they were like four, nine, and, or four, seven, and nine, and now they're um, 19, 17, and almost 14. So, but okay. uh, like those ages are fun though. Like mm-hmm. it was a fun time to kind of come in and like watch them grow and learn and like figure out what they like right. and go through teenagehood and figure out yeah, who they want to be. And yeah, it's fun. It's <laughs> yeah. Fun. Watching their personalities come out. Yeah. And yeah. And they're like independence and mm-hmm. figuring out the things they like and don't like and stuff. It was just cool. Yeah. So. Definitely. Um, but yeah, so what do you do as far as the work side of things and how do you provide support for business owners and entrepreneurs? Yeah, so I um, keep my clients' books organized. Um, I basically treat my clients how I would rather, be, how I would want to be treated. So I try to keep them updated on a weekly basis and make sure that it's organized in such a way that they can see what their books like look like without having to do the actual work. Mm-hmm. So... 
just take that task off from their plate. I tell my clients that you did not start your business to spend a couple hours a month working on your books. <laughs> At least a couple hours a month. Yeah. It's terrible. So. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. Okay. Just want to take that off their plates. Um, how did you end up? in a bookkeeping business how where did you what did you start with (laughs) yep no I actually had a job before I married my husband and was basically doing the books for them and loved it and it was so much fun and then we got married and I stayed home to have kids and then we were talking about I wanted to do something for myself something not necessarily revolving around the kids Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) and um I have a degree that's in business education and English, oh, okay. um, but I am not a CPA. So was just looking at that and um, got QuickBooks certified and have taken off running with it and love it. So. Nice. Very cool. Um, how long have you been doing it? We've been just over a year. Oh, okay. So, okay. Yeah. And I feel like we've been working together for like six months or so. I think it was late summer. Yeah. Fall. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's so funny that you're like, I love doing it. I'm, <laughs> the world <laughs> needs bookkeepers. Because um, yeah. some of us just, I like to know the story mm-hmm. of the data. I do not like to put Deal the data it. where it goes. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the numbers make sense and mm-hmm. they don't talk back. And that's true. It's yeah. fun to work with. Yep. For the most part, we've had a couple right. of like you know. random, because I do billing so many different or invoicing so many different ways that, what was the one? It was like square because I have like um, the milestone ones, and, yeah. and then there was also fees. Yeah, and we're like, what is this? Like, where did this money come from? But like, square but is kind of weird. It out. We did, yeah, yep. That was a team effort for sure. It was like, I don't know where this money is. Like, I mean, it's a terrible problem to have, I guess. But yeah, I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, how would you describe the differences between a bookkeeper, a CPA? And maybe kind of a tax attorney, because I feel like people get confused about what the different things are mm-hmm. and like how they can help them. I've heard a really good analogy that I've loved that you're, the difference between a CPA and a bookkeeper is kind of the difference between your doctor and your nurses. Okay. The doctor and the CPA have both gone to a lot of school, have that testing, um, mm-hmm. and they come in, your, or your bookkeeper, your nurses, they're your first kind of line of defense. You give them what your symptoms are. They take all the notes down and they talk and then the doctor and the CPA come in and they can make the diagnosis and do that. So, you know, the bookkeeper is more making the books look pretty, making them organized, and then we'll hand them off to the CPA and they can file your taxes. And they also can help you more with the planning. Um, I can help you kind of, you know, like we have discussed, you know, this is how much we've spent in this category this is what your P&L looks like this month. The CPA can kind of take it on a broader scale and mm-hmm. help with the planning on more of like a long-term um, plan and has more of the tax knowledge. Mm-hmm. So That's what I was say, because they can do, they can provide more um, tax support mm-hmm. and tax strategy kind of, right? Like right. from that, that perspective. Yeah. But some CPAs also offer bookkeeping services, they do. right? Okay. Yeah. That I think is probably part of what makes it so confusing sometimes too as a bookkeeper is just the person that's like, yeah, like you said, cleaning up and making sure all your um, numbers are where they're supposed to be. Yeah. 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 A lot of times um, the CPA is going to charge the CPA prices. Uh huh. So that was my my next question, actually. I'm pretty sure that's part of why a bookkeeper can be a good, like you said, like first line of defense, like the person that's like getting everything sorted. So you're not paying the CPA who Mm -hmm. theoretically you're paying to provide you 
with these higher level tax and legal recommendations. Exactly. You know? <laughs> so that's how I do it. I'd be like, well, I mean, I'm going to charge you what I'd like to get right. paid. So exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, and then we kind of talked about this a little bit uh, earlier when we came in, but the tax attorney is more like legal tax yes. advice. I haven't really worked with tax attorneys. Um, okay. So, but I would assume theirs is more legal implications of what your books are doing or what they're looking like. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if they would be on the same level as a CPA or like maybe a step above a CPA. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I haven't really dealt with that. So I mainly know the difference between myself and a CPA. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. Well, I mean, that makes sense too. Cause I think, um, yeah, there's just so many different things. Like I had a business attorney and she specializes in intellectual, um, and business support. Property. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And she's like, there's like a whole other space yeah. out there or like patent attorneys and stuff. Mm-hmm. She's like, that was like a that requires like a whole different kind of schooling, I think is what right. she was saying. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm like, again, it's kind of like doctors. You have their focus yeah. and that's what they run with. So. Yeah. Like your GI guy mm-hmm. um, or girl. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So I, I know a GI doctor that just popped into my head. Um, <laughs> so when it comes to bookkeeping, what common misconceptions do you hear from people? Um, main, the main one, I guess, would be that it's super simple, <laughs> um, which it can be. Um, but it also is time consuming, mm-hmm. um, which I think some people are like, well, you're just putting numbers in how, how long can that take how or whatever? How can that be? Right. <laughs> it's terrible. Right. Get a bookkeeper. But anyway. you know, when you get 400 <laughs> transactions that come in, it's going to take some time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that would be the main, that it's simple and that it shouldn't take that long. So. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I think it kind of depends too, because like I've talked about this on other um, episodes before too, where if you don't have the experience or the background to understand what you're doing, you can cause yourself some serious problems totally. just from like one, the money going to the right places. But then two, at some point down the road, when you need to look at the data mm-hmm. and the data isn't where it's supposed to be and you wish that you had more detail <laughs> that yeah. you don't have now yeah, um, because you didn't understand the implications of even like with my pay, right? So we had talked about this at the beginning where I want my pay to show as a um, deficit basically, but because I take an owner draw because I'm an LLC, um, it was showing up in another place. I'm like, yeah, but I mean, I wanted to show up in my profit and loss. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hmm, okay, so we can do that, but then we basically have to make it go away again. Out, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but like, had I not, I didn't, I wouldn't have even thought that that would have mattered. Right. right. Like, so if I was doing my own books, mm-hmm. um, you just down the road, I would have had to like <laughs> take it all back out again or the CPA would have been like, um, what are you doing? Yeah, um, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So, cause I know enough to be dangerous, but I still don't know right. all the details. Yeah. And then needs. if you continue doing that, then you're going to end up paying somebody more. Uh-huh. to fix and to figure everything out. And so yeah. sometimes it's just more headache yeah. in the long run. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Doing your books is not fun. I mean, if you're the type of person who's into numbers and stuff like that, some people are, then yeah, you probably wouldn't mind it so much, but mm-hmm. a lot of people, particularly creatives, <laughs> people that started it's a business usually aren't. Point. Yeah. <laughs> unless they're doing that for a business. So right. yeah. Um, like Kyle probably does her own books. Like, okay, fine. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I say focus on what's your strength yeah. and outsource the rest. Mm-hmm. That was like one of the first things I was like, <laughs> I do not want to do this 
ever again. Yeah. Um, and those are my favorite clients. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, here, can you just put this? And I feel like now, cause we've been going at it for like, yeah, six or nine months, something like that. Mm-hmm. And so each month it's just like, Hey, like this is a weird thing. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you <laughs> I did that. Um, but then for me, because I am detailed and I like the data and mm-hmm. I know that I'm going to want to see it at some point in time, it's really nice to have you be like, oh, yeah, we can put that over here. I'm like, OK, can we create another yep. <laughs> can we create Definitely. another subtopic? Because <laughs> I just want to know that it's different. Um, yep. No, yeah. More information is always a better yeah. thing. Yeah. Because you could yeah. just be like income and expense. Right. But but then you wouldn't know which <laughs> you don't income know. Rev- you can't manage are. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, manage that effectively. You got to know where your money's coming from and where it's going to. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, which I mean, also budgeting is a whole other thing. But um, (laughs) it's like a whole other topic. So, um, what common mistakes do you see when you start working on someone's books? Um, probably the main one is not putting their vendors in. Oh, okay. Um, so not putting in where the expense came out. Yeah. Um. They are very clear on putting what the category is for, you know, how much it was, but then not putting where they spent it. But then that can cause a problem later down the road if you want to know how much did I spend on gas, you know, or I mean, it does come out of the gas category, but if there's a specific place Mm -hmm. or um, even if you're paying vendors, if you do Venmo and you don't list it out by which contractors you're paying, then you don't know how much you're paying each one. So, yeah, yeah, just having, like we just said, more, more information is typically a better thing. Mm -hmm. So not putting in as much information or just lumping everything, um, like one of the categories, you know, office and supplies and software is all smushed together. Mm -hmm. But then you have no clue if you're spending a whole bunch on paper and ink or if you're spending it on website subscriptions. Yeah, which we ended up splitting up for mine because that was actually one of the things I was like those because I think it was office supplies and subscriptions was one Mm -hmm. and then we split it out so that it was like subscriptions and then we also split it out again because then I I pay like I pay memberships for Mm -hmm. certain things too like networking groups or whatever. Yeah, so I'm like, okay, so it's technically a subscription. Right. But but yeah, I wanted to be able to look and see because I really don't spend that much money on office supplies, but I spend a crap ton of money on subscriptions (laughs) because I have different systems that I use for different things. And um, yeah, I wanted to be able to look at them separate. So yeah, that makes sense. Well, and like um, we have a mutual client who's, uh, who owns a real estate team. And, um, one of the things that we were talking about in that too, was like, there's a difference between, um, buying a washer and dryer for a property to make the sale go through or, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever, you know, sometimes that stuff happens and a listing cost. Mm -hmm. And there's like different types of expenses that come up that are related to the sale of a house, but they're not actually like the cost of a listing. It's not, you know, the photography or, um, the advertising, the marketing, that kind of stuff. So we wanted to be able to keep those separate. Like right. they're the same, but not, right. um, cause yep. we want to be able to go, okay, like awesome that you're selling houses, but not awesome that you keep spending like a thousand dollars on random crap for the house. It doesn't actually matter. Right. <laughs> like we need to be able to see if that's a, uh, if that's a trend, like stop buying extra things that you don't have to. Um, Right. Because then you make zero dollars. Yep. And if you don't know where where your money is going, yeah. and if you're not paying attention to it, um, I have a client that was getting double charged and wasn't aware of it because oh. they weren't paying attention to it. Mm-hmm. So um, just really keeping an eye on the stuff, on mm-hmm. your transactions, so that you can be making wise business choices and your business can be healthy. Yeah. 
Because that's, um, I think, a lot of service-based people, um, like realtors, where the money's inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Um, they measure whether they're going to spend based on how much, you know, like, oh, I have a commission that's coming and it's going right. to be ten grand, so I know that I can buy X, Y, and Z mm-hmm. because of how, but that's not like, <laughs> it's like you stretch it out over the, okay, like, yeah, you're getting that right now, but when's your next one coming in or whatever? Like, it helps you create more strategy behind the spending that you do right. to have an idea. Right. Otherwise, Definitely. it's all over. And if you have your books up to date, like I have a vendor that called me for payment on an invoice that I had previously paid. And because mm-hmm. my books are up to date, I was able to say, I paid this amount on this date. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, oh, sorry. And then like, Two months later, they called me back to pay the same invoice again, and I was able to say, no, we've already paid this. So having your books up to date will save you Mm -hmm. money in the long run. I mean, really being organized in general, Mm -hmm. I think, helps because there's I've had a couple things like that, too, where it's just like, oh, nope, I can find it right? because I'm hyper organized, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but it's beneficial. So definitely. Um, So we sort of started talking about this, but when and or why does someone need a bookkeeper um, for their business? Yeah, just be, I mean, mainly because if it's not your strong point and well, even if it is your strong point, if that's not your business focus, then you're kind of wasting your time with it. You could be taking that time that you would spend on your books and put it into your business and help grow your business and let somebody else focus on the books. Mm -hmm. So definitely, Definitely. I really think that every business should have a bookkeeper. (laughs) Yeah. I think that just having that support is beneficial for any business. So um, mainly just to help them be organized without having to put the effort into it so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, the sooner you can do it, the better, but Mm -hmm. you know, I have a couple clients that have started with me like right as they started their business. They're like, you know, we're not necessarily making money yet, but we know that this is important. Oh, good for and them. And that yeah. has been great because I've been able to give them the foundation and there haven't been any bad habits to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to You correct. can, like, train them from the beginning. Exactly. You're like, this is how you keep track of your mileage. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you can take a picture of your receipt and send it to me. Yeah. So. That's great. Yep. Yeah. Good for them. Um, so let's talk a little bit about the importance of budgeting and managing your business finances. Mm-hmm. Um, where do you, do you support with that at all with your peeps? I do. I have a fun little spreadsheet that, Mm -hmm. um, I've worked with a couple of them on and it just kind of shows this is what your, I mean, QuickBooks will show, you know, what your expenses are, what your income is. Um, but the spreadsheet I've created kind of has a, this is what your bottom line is. Mm -hmm. And, um, it has different fields where we can put in, if you got this much a month, these are your set transactions your expenses each month these are your set yearly expenses and then it will give you a total number of this is what your profit would be if you make x amount so Mm -hmm. and you can kind of play with those and um it's just kind of fun to plan off from that and to go down that road and say oh well what if we made y amount what would the profit be and Mm -hmm. just kind of go from there yeah so it's fun i think um there's such a weird culture, I guess, around money and like talking about money and all of that. I was talking about that with um, another guest and it's like looking at it and talking about it and having a plan for it, like completely changes your perspective Mm -hmm. instead of just being like, am I going to be able to pay the bills? Like, do I keep the rent on? Like whether it's for your business or your personal stuff. So 
Um, I think it's super important to have an idea of like where you're going and how you're going to get there Mm -hmm. because like people create successful businesses all the time without plans. Like, I mean, it happens all the time. Like I'm not saying it's impossible, but it'd be a lot easier and you'd probably get a lot further if If you had had some sort of vision and plan and like, this is how we're going to get there. Pay attention to where the money's going. Um, and where it's coming from, like you said, right. They're both very, very important. Right. Um, cause like that was one thing I was watching for quite a while because I had, um, social media contractors working for me Mm -hmm. for probably uh, six, six months or so of last year. They were helping me with like content management and stuff. Um, and so I'm like watching how much I'm spending on them and how much I'm getting from the actual services themselves to make Mm -hmm. sure I'm actually making a profit on this. Cause I still have to spend time and energy and effort managing all of that crap. (laughs) And then (laughs) you still have to to pay. Exactly. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, so that's why I don't do content management anymore. Cause I'm like, (laughs) I don't, I don't have time and I don't really want to like manage those kinds of things all the time. So Mm -hmm. maybe at some point down the road, but, um, yeah. Yeah. I was like, Hmm. (laughs) I mean, they're making pretty good money. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'm not, but Um, you're not. Yeah. Well, and that's, I think a lot of people, as long as there's money in the bank, then there's money to spend. Mm-hmm. But if you don't necessarily know what the expenses that are coming that you haven't hit yet, then yeah. that's where you can get into trouble. And it really does amaze me how many times I hear, I don't quite know what I have coming in. I don't know how much I'm making a month. And I definitely don't know how much I'm spending a month. So I kind of need help learning that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's yep. definitely one of, one of my, I, I love it. And I love I do little happy dances when my clients, you know, have an especially good month or. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause you get to see, you're like, Ooh, yeah. like, look at this contract oh, that came there. Yeah. It's a lot of money. Yeah. That's yeah, fun. Yeah. No, that's cool. I like that. Um, so if someone is still in the DIY budget range, like if they're just not mm-hmm. comfortable or able to spend the money on a bookkeeper yet, do you have any tips or tricks they can use to handle their own books before they have a bookkeeper? Mm-hmm. My my first one is definitely keep your transactions separate. Mm-hmm. Do not commingle your oh my God, yeah, don't. your personal transactions with your business transactions. Um, open a business checking right away if you haven't yet. But that, I think, is the number one. Keep all your receipts. Um, definitely, if you are up for it, go for QuickBooks Simple Start. Um, do not go for QuickBooks Self-Employed. That is one of my Good to know. Biggest pet peeve um, programs right now. So there's just issues with it. There are some free programs like Wave, um, Mm -hmm. but that has issues too. So, yeah. (laughs) But definitely keep your transactions, expenses, income separate and do not commingle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like, I mean, you can keep the stuff, like you said, keeping your receipts, like you can still file things Mm -hmm. and put them, you know, like, some by whatever month excel yeah. and yeah. you know that works mm-hmm. too if you're small when you start to grow though then that's going to have some problems and issues but yeah that just becomes like a full-time job yeah <laughs> um, yeah no that makes sense okay um yeah that was kind of one of my next questions so as far as platforms and systems uh you recommend yeah, definitely quickbooks online QuickBooks, yeah. is my preferred and i mean there's a whole level different levels of them the only one i don't recommend is self-employed so okay um yeah. What's the difference? Um, they offer different things. Um, self-employed is definitely cheaper, um, but it does not track your vendors. It does not let oh. you link a payment 
to an invoice. You can mark that the invoice has been paid, but you can't see which of the payments it is. Oh, that's dumb. Um, doesn't let you reconcile your accounts every month. Um, yeah, there's some issues. And Seems it counterintuitive. <laughs> does not transfer your books. Like if you upgrade, it will not transfer it. Oh my God, that would be awful. Yeah. So <gasps> that has been some fun in the last couple of weeks with a couple oh, of clients. So yeah, definitely the lowest level is Simple Start. Mm-hmm. And I have found that that's good for most of my small clients and mm-hmm. it does everything I think it should do. <laughs> um, yeah. And the other thing that's been super nice about it is so I have a bookkeeper and an accountant mm-hmm. and you can give them access to mm-hmm. your stuff. So like Kyle just has her own login to my QuickBooks stuff yep. and then my accountant can get in as well. So it's not like you have to share login information. Mm-hmm. I think there's a limit too, so you can't just mm-hmm. like willy nilly give it to a bunch of people. Yeah. It's like two. Yeah, I'm pretty and your sure, computer but... doesn't have to be on, and yeah, we exactly. can work whenever we are able mm-hmm. to work. <laughs> yeah, which is sometimes very different times than when sometimes. I'm working. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's great though. So, um, and I think you have a QuickBooks referral link too, right? I do. Yeah, okay. I have a link, and it gets the first year of use half um 50 off oh okay yeah so that's a good one. that definitely helps you'll have to give that to me so i can put it in the um mm-hmm, the comments or whatever but yeah um so what advice would you give to people when it comes to their overall business finances i would say besides keeping everything separate mm-hmm. um <laughs> can't stress that enough yeah <laughs> just be aware don't you know be aware of i know there's some people that spend a lot on their meals Mm-hmm. thinking that it can be a business expense, but <laughs> there are definite criteria for which meals are business expenses. Um, so just be aware of what you're spending, how you're spending it, and be aware of when it's time to find an expert to take over for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or even at least just ask a question mm-hmm. like, is this legit? <laughs> yeah. And that is, I also, I help, I have like two sessions that I can do with people who aren't ready yet to have um, an, on a permanent bookkeeper. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can just sit down for an hour or an hour and a half at a time and I can answer their questions and they can get their answers that way mm-hmm. and just make sure that everything's going good um, rather than getting a monthly bookkeeper. So mm-hmm. there are options. And if you just talk to the right bookkeeper. Mm-hmm. No, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Cause I mean, down the road, you're assuming that, like, then they'll need your services at some point if you right. can help people at <laughs> a time, be not make a hot mess of their stuff. Right, um, yeah, and if yeah. I can give a little bit of advice, you know, here and there, and mm-hmm. then make it easier in the long run for them, then yeah. why not? Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is nice, because, like, I mean, that's one of the things, like, when we do, like, our monthly P&L check-ins and stuff is just, like, do you think uh, it should go here or here? And you're mm-hmm. like, well, okay, so... I think you should go here because of this. I'm like, okay, right. no, that makes sense. Yeah, it's just nice <laughs> having to have that wall to, to bounce you. off is yeah. a good thing. Yep. Yeah. I need lots of walls. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff rattling around in my brain. So it's better when I can get it out. Um, yep. So when someone is considering working with a bookkeeper, what do they need to know? How do they know they're working with someone who knows what they're doing and is not ripping them off or doing a terrible job? Yeah. Because <laughs> if you don't know, that's kind of scary sometimes right. too when you don't know what good bookkeeping looks like. Right. And somebody's just like, yeah, I put that here. And you're like, I know. Okay. Right. right. No, <laughs> I think somebody who's open and transparent mm-hmm. um, is a good thing. Um, if you have a hesitation about something that they're doing, then I would say, you know, definitely ask them about it. If they get defensive about it, then that's probably not a good sign. <laughs> Um, 
come across some books of people who were not necessarily the best bookkeepers. Um, and I don't know. It's just really interesting because I look at the work and I'm like, why would you do that? Mm-hmm. Or even um, like I try to, like I said, treat my clients how I want to be treated. So I'm going to communicate with them. You know, this is where I am. If it's a cleanup, this is where I am. This is how much longer I think it's going to take. Or these mm-hmm. are the questions I have on it. I think if your bookkeeper that you're working with isn't doing that, that should be a red flag. Um because they're not going to know exactly what each transaction is. They should have questions mm-hmm. um, just to make sure that they're getting done how you want them to be done. So um, definitely just the open communication, the transparency, and just I, a good relation, working relationship. Mm-hmm. That makes sense, too. I mean, yeah. the advice that comes up every time um, I ask this question is, Interview multiple people. Mm-hmm. If you're not vibing, mm-hmm. don't hire them. You definitely have to You will to regret click. it down the road. Yeah. <laughs> I promise you. <laughs> it's just like when you're hiring anybody. Like I always tell people, if it's a maybe, it's a no. Okay. Right. Like just stick with that. If your gut's like, mm. um, Yeah. And I think if they're dedicated, you know, if they're going to say, oh, I know everything about it, mm, maybe not because I don't mm-hmm. think everybody, you know, you do have your experience. But like I tell my clients, if I don't know the answer to it, I will do everything I can to find the answer. Yeah. And um, that's more important to me than coming out and saying, oh, yeah, I can definitely do that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, I, I don't know how, but I can figure out right. how to do it. Yeah. Let I know me get a back to you. I can ask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Interview, especially when it comes to your money. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's the time to be super extra picky. Yeah. And talk well, to people. Bookkeepers see everything. And yeah. whether it's the business finances or the personal finances, they get to see a part of your life that nobody else does. Yeah. So you definitely want somebody that is discreet and is not going to, you know, blab it or whatever. So. Yeah. Well, and even like some of the <laughs> some of the weird transactions I've had, you handled it so well. I don't remember what it – oh, there was – um, I was collecting donations for a group that I'm in, like someone had had a family member pass or something like that. And so I was the one that was just like collecting donations to mm-hmm. send Uber Eats or whatever. And somebody sent me stuff <laughs> from PayPal. And for whatever reason, the the name on their PayPal account was like Christian Singles or something like that. And so <laughs> Kyle's like, so I noticed this transaction over here. I wasn't sure where you wanted to put it. And I was like, oh, I was like, that was a really smooth way to ask me what could have been a really awkward question. Like, hey, um, yep. so Christian Singles, okay. Um, but yeah, it was just because they had like used it as a, um, like that was an organization or something like that that they mm-hmm. were in. <laughs> so, yep. so I, mean, I didn't even think about it. Yeah, yeah it was pretty There funny. are some interesting transactions that yeah. I've come across. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah. Like, this is really awkward. Um, but yeah, so as an entrepreneur and business owner yourself, what advice would you give fellow business owners when it comes to running their businesses or starting one if starting they're in that one. phase? Definitely, um, you will not know it all. Mm-hmm. You just need to jump in and mm-hmm. you'll figure it out. But I think it's definitely definitely a, a good endeavor to do. And um, if you're passionate about it, it's going to be a great thing because you're just going to enjoy it. If you're doing what you enjoy, then it's going to be fun and mm-hmm. even the stuff that's not so fun. Um, but just research and research and research. And I think it will all work out as long as you're working for it and looking to see the next the next step. And okay, well, I didn't know about this, so let's research that and figure out the best way to do it. Mm-hmm. And 
Yeah. If you put the effort into it, they're not just all going to fall into your lap. <laughs> you have to go out and look yeah. for them and work for it and to build that business, but it will definitely pay off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you couldn't pay me to go back and work in a real job. Yeah. Nope. Again. <laughs> but if yeah. I think, I think if I knew all the work that was involved in it, mm-hmm. I might not have jumped in as fast just because oh. there's so much that you don't know when you start. Yeah. Which I think is a blessing. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's like, that's kind of it though. Like you were saying, it's like, you're not going to know everything. It's impossible to know what's going to happen once you start doing it. Like, yeah, do your research, do some market Mm -hmm. research. Like I didn't do that. I was just like, I'm going to be a business consultant. (laughs) I have no (laughs) idea if there's a market for it. There is obviously, but um, yeah. So do the research. Um, Talk to people who run businesses. Don't mm-hmm. talk to people who don't run businesses because they right. will talk you out of it every damn time. Right. And they don't um, know what they're talking and about. And they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, talk to other dreamers and just go for it, man. Well, yeah. and I think, I mean, because I started the business two months before everything shut down for the mm-hmm. pandemic. Yeah. And I've grown a successful business that's supporting our family now. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, we, I had that mentality and that just thought that this was going to work and I was going to do what I needed to do mm-hmm. to make it work. Yeah. And giving up wasn't an option. And so I just plugged away every day. <laughs> yeah. And that was basically because I started my business technically in August of 2019, but my first client was my ex. It's fine. We're, we get along great. We're still working together. You know, <laughs> he's a mutual client of ours. Um, but yeah, so that started and I was essentially working full time with him, like for the first like few months or so, because he was like, he had just passed his managing broker's license, was getting ready to start a team. And my role in all of that was to help him put together systems and processes. Mm-hmm. And like, what is this going to look like when we scale um, and help him like recruit and onboard some people? So I did that for, yeah, like the first like three or four months. And then in January is when I was like, all right, balls to the wall. Really do this. Callous <laughs> consulting. Yeah, I'm going to do my business because I was spending a lot of time on his at the beginning. I'm like, no, this isn't why I left. So, um, yeah, same, same thing. It was like January and I'm like, all right, cool. Like I'm going to go out and do this. And then it was like, ha, just kidding. <laughs> two, two and a half months later, the world shuts down. I'm like, yep. all right, well, I guess I'm just doing it online now. But yeah, it was the, which was almost better. Cause then you yeah. can meet so many people on yeah. zoom and yeah. It's, oh yeah. The doors that open because of it was a good thing yeah. too. So, well, and I think it's just like, it made it so much easier for everyone to think like that too where maybe even like my potential clients wouldn't have necessarily been open to it. But then because everyone had to kind of adjust and be like, Oh, I guess we only talk to people online now. Um, (laughs) I guess that's how I find help. So I mean, it worked out. And again, same for me, like I grew a very successful business Yeah, still. Um, Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm like, how did I do that though? It's so crazy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But like you said, you go out and you do the work and you, um, make connections and meet people, however you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. Cause you have to tell people about your business. Right. Like that's step number one. Yeah. You have to tell people <laughs> that you do things that you get paid for. <laughs> right. Like, exactly. So. And yeah, I totally agree that people would, who wouldn't have necessarily hired me. Yeah. Um, because they thought they had to have an in-house bookkeeper. Mm-hmm. And then I'm able to say, well, virtual bookkeeper is almost better because you don't have to pay my salary. You don't have to pay my insurance. You don't have to pay yeah. my vacation time. I, you just have one flat monthly fee and that's <laughs> so it. Yeah. That's it. So, and the pandemic kind of showed them what you really can do virtually. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I think uh, virtual assistants have also blown up mm-hmm. um, more so in the last year, maybe a couple of years, but definitely in the last year where it's like, Oh, wait a minute. Like I can have, I can do this. I can have other people do things for me that aren't like in the office. Like, right. um, especially when you're a solopreneur, it's like, you don't have 
a lot of people don't have office space or a building unless you have some sort of brick and mortar type of situation or you're required to have a building. But mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. So what resources do you wish you had known about or taken advantage of at the beginning of your entrepreneur journey? Um, I just love the community that I have now. Like um, we've mentioned the polka dots mm-hmm. um, and the other networking groups that I'm in. Just having that group of other like-minded people um, that we can come to and say, hey, I'm struggling with this aspect of business. Oh, well, have you tried this software or have you tried this? Mm-hmm. Um, just having that resource um, that I didn't necessarily have when I first started, but I also didn't know what questions to be asking because I didn't know mm-hmm. what I was missing. <laughs> um, but just, yeah, having that resource and being able to have that group to talk to mm-hmm. has been invaluable, I think. So I didn't know if you wanted more like no, I think actual software stuff. No, no, because um, I think that does it. It's for me. It really has been a huge part of the success of my business. Has mm-hmm. been going out and making connections, and not just like talking to people just to try and sell them something, but mm-hmm. um, also hearing about their business. Yeah, and then when you're talking to somebody else, you're like, oh, I have somebody for you. Mm-hmm. I know who does this. And yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, I met all kinds of people. Well, and that's how the podcast was born mm-hmm. essentially is because I'd met so many people that had um, different experiences and could be used as resources for other people like yourself. I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh, bookkeeper, like people have questions about that. And like, what does right. that even mean? And what do you even do? And um, how do I know you're not going to screw me over <laughs> if I pay you money? Like, you right. know? Exactly. Um, so yeah, I think that's huge. And like, we we're kind of talking about a little bit earlier too, is when you surround yourself with people who think like you do and who are like, you can do whatever the hell you want, man. Right. Like, do you want to do it? Then okay, do it. But you'll have to figure out how as you go. Right. Um, and you're gonna have to put some hustle into it, probably. But yep. yeah, yeah, it's been a whole different type of mentality instead of like people that are like, oh, really? Hmm. Yeah. You just gonna start until your you're business? doing it. Yeah. You don't understand it. Yeah. Yeah. There yeah. was one polka dot meeting, and it was the first one that I made to in person, um, and. It had just been a wretched morning, and I told my husband before I left, I'm like, I just don't want to go. And the, I think one of the questions when we first got there was, you know, what's a win that you had today? And mm-hmm. I was like, I made it here. <laughs> but that was so encouraging, mm-hmm. and I left after those two hours just totally re-energized and ready to go, and it was definitely an encouragement and it was, it was a win for the day. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it is. It's it like, really is. you did a, you did a thing and you're like, okay, I'm just going to like go to the gym or whatever. Right. Like I really don't want to, but going is worth it. Right. Usually like you're happy at the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> like I'd stuck with it. It was really hard. I didn't want to do it, but I made it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, even if those days too, like when it comes to the gym, sometimes those are my least or like they're not great workouts because mm-hmm. I'm just like, I really don't want to be here, but I'm like, I'm it. here to stick through it. But then I feel I'm like when I'm done, I'm like, okay, I did, I did right. the hard thing. That's yep. okay. Exactly. I'll be okay. Yeah. So yeah, no, I like it. Um, so tell us how we can best support you. What are you working on? Can we help spread the word for you about anything? Um, I actually don't so much have any projects like outside projects that I'm mm-hmm. working on. I'm just, I'm available for, you know, anybody who wants to talk about bookkeeping, who wants help with bookkeeping. She really does like it, you guys. I really do love it. I really do <laughs> yeah. think everybody should have it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So just, I guess if anybody knows of somebody, just send them my way. And um, even, like I said, I have the sessions if somebody's not ready mm-hmm. for a full-time bookkeeper or a monthly bookkeeper. Um, and knowing, you know, with taxes getting pushed back, 
I'm sure there's businesses that have not finished their 2020 books <laughs> and or even their 2019 books. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just I love to talk to people and see how I can help them and take that stress off their shoulders. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do people get in touch with you? Um, easiest is going to my website and they can fill out a like a contact form mm-hmm. and make an appointment to talk that way or emailing or calling, texting. So okay. we can put that in the comments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What yeah. is your website? It is super easy. It's talentsbookkeeping.com. It is easy. <laughs> it's great. Um, cool. Well, did you have any other last thoughts before we wrap up? I don't think so. Okay. If there's anything that you thought of. but mm-hmm. no, I think it was good. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, thanks for coming. Thanks for driving over here. Definitely. Always fun to have an in-person person. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm sure I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, definitely. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs>